Welcome to the I Am Podcast. My name is Carl Weaver, and I am the website content manager at I Am. If you have any suggestions for the I Am Podcast, you can email me at carl.weaver at iamovers.org. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Soon we will be featured on Apple Podcasts and CastBox. Welcome to the IAM Podcast. I'm joined today by Julia O'Connor. So Julia, thanks for joining us today. Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, for those who uh, don't know me, i Julia O'Connor. I'm the Director of Membership and Database Management with IAM. I've uh, been on staff for nine years now and um, I primarily work with our current and prospective members to communicate the value of membership and um, help them get the most out of their member benefits, as well as our um, committees, our voluntary uh, management group to help um, develop uh, programs and initiatives for the association. Great. You do a lot, you have a lot of stuff that you, that you do. I know you wear a lot of hats, so. Uh, and it's, I think it's good for the members to get to know you a little bit uh, outside of just a, you know, an, an email they occasionally get. So I appreciate that. So what's going on, Julie? I know uh, you, we wanted to talk about the upcoming elections. Could you tell me a little about that? Sure. This year during the virtual conference, we'll be running three elections um, for the governing members. We will have a the chair position and the vice chair position on the executive committee, uh, as well as openings for four member at large positions. So those elections will be held on October 23rd at 11 a.m. Um, Eastern time, again, during the conference. And then for the core membership meeting, we'll be holding the core and supplier elections. And, and that will include um, a position for the core member representative at large, the core member overseas representative, and then um, the core member representative. So three positions being held on, on the core side. And then the final one is for the International Shippers Association. We'll be having uh, an election. Um, currently, we're waiting on um, the finalization of the slate of, can slate of candidates. And um, the date for the elections for ISA will be uh, announced shortly. And now the, you, you mentioned the slate of candidates. Have those candidates, have they already been chosen or is there still time to nominate someone? Um, there is for ISA and that deadline is, I believe it's actually today. So oh, okay. we'll have so, that finalized soon. But as far as for the core and um, governing positions um, supplier as well. Those slate of candidates have um, already come forward and we should be announcing that information in, in the upcoming portal um, uh, with some pictures and bios and, and letting the members know um, who is running for these uh, positions. Now, if somebody, so it's, it's obviously too late to get involved for this cycle, but if someone wanted to get uh, more involved in the association, either on I mean, we were just talking about board elections, but there are other ways too, like through committees and such. How could they do that? 
Sure, we are always looking for volunteers. Um, we have a lot of projects in the pipeline and uh, we really we rely heavily on our members who are the experts in the industry to help push these initiatives through. So if anybody is interested in volunteering, we kindly ask that you send an email uh, to membership at iamovers.org and just explain your background and uh, areas of interest and we would be happy to place you on um, one of the many committees we have. We have a membership and programs committee. Um, we have a scholarship board. Um, we have a technology committee. So there are so many opportunities. So please don't be shy in, in raising your hand. We're always looking for uh, qualified candidates. And even if they don't know exactly, like maybe they want to be helpful, they want to do something, but they don't know where they fit, we will find a spot for them, I assume. 100%. We will <laughs> happily find a spot for you. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in your association. So if you do want to get involved, let someone know. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so you, you, something you mentioned that maybe you'd like to talk about is denied member applications. And I know there's this, uh, there's, I think, a feeling in the industry that IAM just takes anybody who walks in off the street. And it, obviously, you know, working in the office, we know that's not true, but it sort of has that feeling. We're, we, I think, kind of walk a line between inclusivity and, um, but you have to earn the inclusivity. So what, can you talk about that a little? Yeah, I would say that's maybe one critique we hear from time to time that the, um, you know, requirements are, are not as, as stringent as maybe other organizations, but I think well, what people don't realize is how many applications we deny uh, each year. So we're not even through the end of, of the 2020 application process and we've already denied 29 companies for entry into the association. Um, some of those are um, an outright objection from a current IAM member due to the posting on the prospective member list. Uh, some of them were not able to provide the proper documentation um, that they are legally authorized to operate in a particular uh, country. Um, or the current members are not willing to sponsor a company because they just they don't know them and they're not willing to put their name on a sponsorship letter or give any stamp of, stamp of approval to bring these companies into the membership. So some of those companies, like the ones you say, uh, maybe they can't find a good sponsor or maybe they can't uh, uh, submit documents saying that they're operating legally. That's maybe a, that's a no today, but that could be a, a not yet also, right? So, you know, as, as they get more experience and work with more members, Maybe they'll get that letter or maybe they'll, this is sort of a, uh, you know, a wake up call that they need to do something with their registration for their government or something like that, uh, get their paperwork in order. Exactly. Not all of them are a, 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 you know, no forever. It's just they at this time don't have what they properly, what we require for them to come in. And it's a chance for them to go back and either get proper, properly licensed, proper registration, or um, gain a little bit more experience, um, you know, in the industry before someone is willing to, um, you know, approve them and, and bring them into our membership, our, our membership network. Mm -hmm. And speaking of uh, new members, uh, we just had uh, something really interesting. We have every every month or every uh, issue, rather, the portal, we publish either uh, the new members or the prospective members. 
depending on what time of the month it is. And, um, and so we just published a list of the new members and we have seven new members from one company. Uh, how does that work? <laughs> that, that was great. Uh, so Hildrup International, um, they already had one location as an IA member and then decided to bring in uh, seven additional locations. They all became members effective September 1 and all of those locations um, decided to validate. I think that leads into the, um, the power behind the IAM Mobility Exchange analytics. Um, Hildrup took a look at um, the analytics and saw that a number of searches were being conducted for service providers in areas where they have locations. And they felt this is a great opportunity to sign those companies up for membership and, and increase their business opportunities and expand their network. That's really great. So you can use those, uh, all that analytics stuff from, uh, from Mobility Exchange and really make important business decisions. That's, that's very powerful. Absolutely. I know it just sounded like a commercial for mobility exchange, but uh. <laughs> but it, it, it is, it, it, it works. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just kind of jump in here is my favorite membership benefit that I like to communicate to the mainly the prospective members, but also if I'm in one to one conversations with even longstanding members, you know, I talk about um, the analytics coming out of mobility exchange and you have 26 analytical reports coming out of a database. And I don't think you can find that in many other places, certainly not where I have looked, worked for in the past. You know, we keep our, our data, uh, you know, closed off. And my favorite report is report number eight, and it's which location is being searched by and by whom. Um, so, you know, if I look at their, the reporting, I see uh, in the United States, you know, who's searching for us and the top three countries would be India, United Arab Emirates and Italy. So as a salesperson or someone in business development, I would then turn my focus um, in marketing efforts on connecting with these um, countries, uh, you know, to open, open the door for more business opportunities. So that, I, I think that's a great one. And I frequently send people to look at that report specifically. And that uh, also is a good lead in. I, I think we're sort of coming full circle here, you know, talking about connecting with uh, potential partners in other countries. We've got the annual meeting coming up, uh, the virtual annual meeting, and we're going to have a lot of opportunities to, uh, for, for members to find other business partners, find their current ones, find, other, find new ones. And not just in the, in the old way, of sitting down to lunch and you know happen to meet someone there's going to be opportunity for that sort of accidental happiness to happen but also we're going to have uh, a way not just to discover but also to find so if you're uh, maybe looking for a new partner in India like you said you know you can search and find other members who are at the meeting and uh, see who's from India you know maybe those are your your new business partners Exactly. I think this, this virtual setting is, as you know very well, the staff has been working pretty hard on, on this conference. You know, we just got off a, a stand-up call before we reported or came to this podcast. And, uh, you know, there's really some unique opportunities that can come out of this. I think one is, is being able to schedule meetings in the comfort of your own home or office. You know, during the in-person or in-person meeting, we see a number of members, you know, rushing through the lobby or the exhibit hall um, or running over to another hotel to catch a meeting. 
um, trying to find someone who they don't even know what they look like and, and often meetings are missed. So this provides um, a schedule. I think it takes a lot of stress out of it. We're gonna have a lot of efficiencies and I think it will give our members the opportunity to schedule even more, um, even more meetings because they're not going from place to place to find someone. You know, I think also the, uh, the senior leaders within the company can bring a younger or less experienced staff to listen in and learn more. Um, they can listen in on their one-to-one -one business meetings. I think this format is a nice opportunity to uh, groom employees to attend an annual meeting in the future or just simply introduce members um, to new or long-standing partners. And then just one more, one more gem I think the annual meeting is going to provide is that uh, I think we're going to see a number of new product launches from our supplier members. Um, I've spoken with several recently and, and since the pandemic, um, which has cut down on their travel time or time away from the office, they've been able to focus on projects that they've had in the pipeline for years. And so now they've been able to dedicate time and resources to these in innovations. So the virtual setting is the perfect opportunity to launch these um, these new innovations. And then with that, um, we're going to see more participation from other countries, I think. Um, people who have not been able to travel to the US because of travel restrictions or travel bans uh, or visa requests decline. So it's gonna um, open up our members the opportunity to meet with people that they have would not have the chance to in, in the in-person meeting. Yeah, and I, I have often thought about not just the travel bans and, and visa issues, but those members that we have who maybe are so busy, they can't take the time off. Like being, and it's, it's of course very expensive to, to go to one of these annual meetings, uh, you know, to drop $5,000 on going, you know, between travel and attendance and food and your registration, all this stuff is, is not a lot of money, uh, you know, that someone can spend. So, but even that aside, the expense aside, a lot of these, a lot of the smaller companies, I think, I get the sense anyway, can't take the time away because they're too busy doing business. Yeah, so this is a huge opportunity. Maybe they couldn't spend a week traveling to the US or, you know, from wherever they're from, but they could maybe spend a few hours or they could sign up for the whole thing. And, and you know, signing up for the whole thing doesn't require, you know, going to all the meetings and trainings, uh, but you know, you, it gives you the opportunity. I think so too, that's a great point, Carl. And especially for the price, you know, we're looking at the 299 early adopter rate, which ends um, September 7th. And then after that, it jumps to 349. You're gonna get so much value for the amount that you're spending um, in a much more relaxed and scheduled environment. And, and yep, like you just said, we're gonna see, I think some smaller companies um, who might not have been able to afford to travel, um, really take advantage of this. And then also some of the, the companies who do travel frequently, um, when we speak to them in the in-person meeting, they're either going to or we're just coming from another conference. So they've been on the road for months at a time. So I think they can really then, again, like I just said, in a nice relaxed environment, um, have a very successful uh, virtual conference. I agree. Well, Julia, I appreciate you joining me today. I know you're you're one of the busier people in the office, uh, and you you have to jump onto another call. So, thanks for joining me. Did you have any last words or you know words of wisdom you want to share with us? 
Oh, no, I, you know, thanks for having me, Carl. I really appreciate uh, your time today. And, you know, again, we mentioned earlier, if anybody wants to get involved or even wants to add um, their employees to our communication list and they're not already, already on it, please email membership at iamovers.org and we'd be happy to help you out and get you involved. Great. Thanks, Julia. Uh, and I guess I'll probably see you on another call like in 15 minutes. I, I'm not sure when. but Exactly. We'll see you soon. We just live by our calendars these days. Right. Okay. Have a good day. Thank you, Carl. Bye-bye. In other news, IAM has extended the early adopter discount for the annual meeting by one week. It is, expires on September 7th at midnight. So I know today is September 4th, and it's a holiday weekend here in the U.S., so hopefully you're hearing this. Hopefully you've seen our many communications about this and we'll be able to take advantage of that discount. Uh, it will go up uh, to, I want to say, $349 on, uh, at the end of uh, Monday. So please take advantage right now. If you've not seen it, there is a preliminary agenda available for the virtual annual meeting on the annual meeting website, which is iammeetings.com. Uh, we're still working out some of the fine details on that, uh, but it is pretty full already. So uh, please take a look, and that way you'll be able to see some of the value you will be getting at the annual meeting. Something uh, I am is not so happy about is a, a few of our members have complained that someone is trying to sell them the uh, annual meeting details for members uh, attending the annual meeting. Uh, and we, something we need to tell you is that we maintain your data security. We do not sell your information, but there are people out there who will, uh, you know, try to either scam you or do their own intelligence work and figure out, uh, you know, how to get your information. So if you get an email from someone saying that they are selling our attendee data, uh, just ignore it because that's not coming from us. It may not even be accurate information. Uh, the, the email I saw, in fact, said uh, that it had information on all something like 5,000 attendees that are signed up. We do not have 5,000 attendees signed up. I think even in regular years, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen or heard of 5,000 attendees at our meeting. We would love to have that uh, many, but uh, we just don't. And uh, so please, again, if you get an email like that, just delete it. Or even better, feel free to send it on to us so that we can keep a tab on who's sending those. You can send them to membership at iamovers.org. We'd like to congratulate the uh, winners of the 2020 Allen F. Wolstetter Scholarship. Uh, those are Angela Buse from National Van Lines, Angels Gallardo from InterSNR, Casey Williams from Interstate International, and Colin Maloney from Total Military Management. Congratulations, folks. And we know that uh, you're doing great things with your education, and we send you the best for continued success. This is a great piece of information here. ISA, if you're not familiar with ISA, it's the Interna International Shippers Association. They pay out uh, patronage dividends to their members. Uh, the patronage dividend uh, has been derived uh, based on the 2019 North Atlantic and Pacific throughput activity each member firm uh, has shipped through the ISA, Military Government Agency Contractor. 
Uh, and this year, it is a historically large one. $650,000 was dispersed to members of ISA. The 2019 patronage dividend is the largest ever paid out to, uh, to the ISA membership and is more than double what was distributed last year. Considering many of the negative events of this year, the ISA board felt now was the time to uh, tap the, uh, the built-up members' equity and provide a much-needed influx of cash. ISA thanks its members for their continued support of the association. If you're interested in uh, the ISA, definitely look at it. You can find it on the IAM.org website. I'm sorry, IAMovers.org website. And uh, look under affiliate programs and you can find the International Shippers Association. For those who qualify, it is definitely worth investing in. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Soon we will be featured on Apple Podcasts and CastBox. Thank you for listening to the IAM Podcast. If there's ever anything you need from IAM, you can contact us at membership at iamovers.org or contact us by going to the contact us page on the IAM website at iamovers.org. Thank you for joining us and we will talk to you next time.